Welcome to the Biz for Good Show, where we highlight misfits, outcasts, and renegades for the being good and doing good movement. We spotlight people that are changing the world by having integrity and honesty and creating an environment of connection, thus showing the true secret to success and creating a life of greater impact. So come on board and create your own Biz for Good life. Welcome, 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 welcome to the Biz for Good Show! Welcome to the Biz for Good Show! Yay! I am your host, Bobby Glenn James, along with the, in the house, Ryan Pilkington, the most fantabulous human being on the planet, ladies and gentlemen, Ryan Pilkington, charge! Tell us about the show, Ryan. Hello, thank you for joining us for another episode of the Best Forget Show. Ron. Episode 473,592, isn't that what it is? 0.1. <laughs> We're still on 2.0. Oh, 2.1. <laughs> yeah, today's show is AI Will Make Us More Human with Neil Sahota. More human. More human. Uh oh. Do I need an upgrade? I, 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 look at that. I'm trying to fix you, dude. Oh, dude. Oh, my gosh. You look at up. that. Oh, oh man. Okay, that's it. Yeah, we're just going to leave you there. <laughs> I, thought I, I thought I had that down. Oh, well. It, technology, you got to love it. We always go live on Fridays at 2 p.m. Mountain Standard Time sometime. Let's say 2 ish. 2 ish. 2 ish p.m. Right. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. So, tell us about the show, Ryan. What's going on today on the show? This I'm excited this is, about this thing. This this is legit. This is some cool, cool technology stuff. So, this is, we've got to read this whole bio, so... Really? We can really get into this. Oh, okay. Hey, you're the bio you can, reader. You can repeat it all if you'd like. Okay. But that's going to be... Long. I'll repeat it as you say it. No. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Neil Sahota is an IBM Master Inventor, United Nations Artificial Intelligence Advisor, author of the book Own the AI Revolution, and professor at UC Irvine over the past over a 20-year career. Excuse me. Neil has worked with enterprises on the businesses and marketing strategies to create next-generation products and solutions powered by emerging technology, as well as helping organizations create the culture, community, and ecosystems needed to achieve success, such as the UN's AI for Good initiative. He also is actively pursues social good and volunteers with nonprofits. He's currently helping the Zero Abuse Project prevent child sexual abuse, as well as Planet Home to encourage youth culture in a sustainable initiatives. Wow! Yeah! In the house, Neil! All right! Cool. Hey, guys, welcome to the Biz for Good Show. We've been doing this going on four years now. Me and Ryan have such a big passion about this whole thing. We love the whole idea that the greatest business model in the world is being good and doing good. If we focus on the good that we do in the world, we'll have more clients, we'll have happier employees, we'll have more profits. This, this We're not talking about just doing this for the goodness of our heart, although that is the way we should do it, but money does come 
from when you do good and be good. So think about that. Oh, but you, you can rip people off and, and make lots of money, but you can't do something great by doing that. So we're, we're believing this model. Thank you so much for being on the show, uh, Neil. And uh, I'm, supposed to, I'm supposed to do something here, aren't I? Am I supposed to do something? Oh. Oh yeah, go to the go to the visit. We change stuff up all the time, and that keeps us on our toes, which is so fun. Uh, please go to thebizforgoodshow.com. That's B-I-Z, the number four, goodshow.com, and download the checklist. Download the Biz for Good checklist, so you can follow the week's checklist of how you can focus and kind of embed yourself and become a habit of being good and doing good. We we kind of plot out what you need to do to 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 make you uh focus on that kind of thing so you can grow from it and learn from it and become more successful it really is a success tool we don't hear about oh go out and do some good and you'll become success ultra successful usually there's all kinds of crazy uh stuff but it really is it is the secret go out and do some good and you will become more successful awesome um what are we doing ryan I got us somewhat looking okay. Hey. <laughs> so what, uh, oh, we're going to try something new, right? Yeah, we're doing Technology Corner. Oh, oops, I, I, I thought you were going to do, Ooh. yeah, that's, that, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's better. <laughs> Sorry about that. Okay, technology in the world, folks. Uh, we are we have got a technology specialist, uh, extraordinaire, genius human being, um, right, Neil? All of those things. Uh, yeah, it sounds good, Bobby. I'll roll with it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll roll. He's a, oh, he's already he's already on it, Ryan. He's 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 totally in, one hundred percent. All right. Awesome. So, how does Technology Corner work, Ryan? So, Technology Corner. <laughs> Um, hold on. <laughs> Demonstrates how technology for good is possible and is innovative in today's society. We're moving the needle for good, baby. Oh my gosh. I think he just made that up, but it did not sound like that. That was so awesome, Ryan. That was so good. We got to remember. Will you remember that? We're going to have to rewind this so we can do that every time now. It's recorded. <laughs> it's recorded. <laughs> All right. So. So, Neil, we're going to pass the time over to you for this technology corner. So the focus is how do we use or is there technology out there right now for good? And we're going to just turn that over to you. Take as much time as you want. And if you want to give us a little nips of what we're going to talk about uh, later as we get into the cool stuff that you're doing, which I'm so excited about talking about and stuff. So so let's turn the time over to Neil to talk about technology corner for good. Thanks, thanks, Bobby. Like I know when it comes to technology, especially AI, people freak out all the time, thinking the machines are coming, they're coming from my job, coming from me. Like technology, especially AI is a tool. It's all about how we choose to wield it. It's like a hammer. We use it to create something, we use it to destroy something. And thankfully there's quite a few people out there working on creating stuff for good. We've already seen some AI solutions to help people that suffer from the greatest or the biggest illness in the world, which is loneliness. We are seeing people use it to help like veterans suffering from PTSD. We're seeing it to help provide health care to areas where there's no doctors or there's no nurses or hospitals or clinics. Right? 
you think about all like the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals, all 17 of them, there's something going on for each one of them. That's the extent of what's actually going on from pandemics to food production, to our mental well-being, to just even education and access to justice. It runs the gambit. And I'm really excited that people are thinking this way. I love that because we don't talk about that enough. Everybody loves to talk about gloom and doom and AI is gonna take over the world, but there is so much AI right now doing good, doing good. And yeah, maybe it's, we don't like getting the, the you know, stuck on the phone with the AI and arguing with it and stuff like that. But we can do so much more when we automate things like that and get to more people and we're getting better and better right? As long as we get better and better, this is going to make humanity better and better, hopefully. Now, when the, singu- sure. when the singularity comes, we'll all want, we'll see which <laughs> way it goes. Bobby, I'm not worried about singularity. I think we'll be cyborgs before something like that ever happens. <laughs> right. There you go. There you go. Then we'll, then we'll all be half robots anyway. As long as we're not the Borg. That's, I don't want to be the Borg. Right, Ryan? Well... Each your own, I guess. <laughs> not if you're the Borg. It's to each everybody's the same. No, I'm not nerdy enough right now to know what we're talking about. Oh man, you're not a Star Trek man. You're not a Star Trek. Star Wars. Oh That's yeah. All right. All right. It's all good. Neil knew what I was talking about. That's good. That's good. That's all that matters. That's a, a true geek knows both Star Wars and Star Trek. There you go. You, you may have a you may have a, a leaning fan to one way or the other, but got to be somewhat of the i look at star wars as kind of the 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 fun geeky thing and star trek as more the deep thinking thing but that's my two cents anyway awesome well welcome to the show neil are is there anything else we got to go are we just going to jump into uh the interview ryan i think the water's warm and ready to go the water's warm and ready to go Okay, uh, thank you for the tech corner. I, I think uh, we need to, to look at tech more and see the great stuff that's going on out there because there is. We look at the news and we hear stuff and we think all, all only thing out there is bad, horrible, sick, and wrong stuff. Yes. I want an update real quick. Uh, how's your uh, Bitverse going? Speaking Bitverse. Of technology. Speaking of technology. What the shh? You want me to tell this to the world? This is going to revolutionize the well, world. Right. We should talk to Neil. Uh, Ventverse is coming along. I, I had a meeting. Uh, the development is happening. Um, I, it's still kind of secretive, so I'm not sure why Ryan is wanting me to talk about it. But let's just say uh, Ventverse is going to change some things in the world. Right. It's definitely going to. So, so th- there's a teaser for you people. Uh, <laughs> Look out for Ventverse because it's gonna it's gonna change how things are done. I know right now events and all that everybody's bummed out that events are not um, in in person and it's hard to to get into a Zoom call and get all excited about it. But we're gonna change some things up. So be looking for that here in a few months. All right. So sweet. Okay. Wow. That was a thanks for sitting me on a loop, Brian. You put me on a loop. That's great. Uh, okay, Neil, let, let's talk about this. So we always like to ask, you know, what does biz for good mean to you and why do you think it's important? So I'm going to turn it over to you and you just kind of tell us what your philosophy is around being good and doing good. 
I can tell you my personal goal in life is to leave the world at least as good as, if not better than I actually found it. That's and what we do so when we much... hike. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> or go camping. Like, yeah. Like we, we sometimes don't realize the impact we actually make on the environment, on things, on people. And that's one thing I've always been sensitive about is well, minding my surroundings and trying to create something that's for, for everybody. And you know, I was lucky enough to grow up in a family and an environment where community service and give back was very much encouraged. But for me, I always thought that was normal. It wasn't really until I went to college and I was dating this girl who was rather self-centered. And I remember one day she asked me this question, like, what do you think is worse? When you let somebody down or someone else lets you down. I'm like, Psh, of course it's when I let somebody else down. You know, I couldn't honor my commitment. I'm not doing the, the right thing here. And she's like, oh. And that's when it kind of clicked in my mind that, wait a second, not everyone thinks that way. And probably not, probably most people don't think that way. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of truth in that. And if I, if you don't mind me going cerebral for a second, I find that really weird because my good buddy, Stephen Kotler, told me the best, most natural, longest high that humans can feel is actually doing good. Mm-hmm. And if you do good enough, it becomes sustained feeling. And so, you know, when we talk about doing good, helping people in business, we know that, hey, corporate performance is better. The thing is, people, I've also seen it, large and small companies around the world, if you're really committed to doing social good, social enterprise, your employees feel much better about themselves. They're way more productive. They're more, way more innovative. You make a much stronger impact, it's not just on your bottom line, but for our planet and for people. And it's not just lip service, but you just don't have that mindset cultivated enough that you can make money and you can do good at the same time. I love that. And the problem, and it seems like corporate America goes, oh, okay, yeah, that's right. Let's let's make sure we do that. Check and they mark. and they come, yeah, they come at it from that standpoint. And if they just understood that if we if we were just real, because in this day and age of so much noise, we know when you're full of crap. Uh, the consumer, the c- potential client or customer knows when they're being bullcrap. They just do now. Just be real. It's not rock. If you actually care about them. They'll know it. Why, why is that? Why does that seem so complicated, Neil? I, I hate to say it this way, Bobby, but we're we've gotten to become very short-sighted as a society, right? And you're you're on the job, you're in the company, you're running a company. There's a lot of focus on the bottom line, quarterly numbers, monthly numbers. Where are you at? And you get so busy, you get laser focused, right? It's like this is my goal. This is where my reward system lies. And that's all you start thinking about, right? And you put yourself in this weird box where you don't think about the other things or other opportunities you can actually take take advantage of. I actually remember you know, working with a large, rather large company where they were going to make essentially $40 profit per unit sold. And working with them, identified and said, you know what? If you're okay with $39.95 profit, give up five cents, you can actually create a world of good and the environment and actually help create the environment we actually help all these local oh dang it we lost you for a second man oh uh, i was just saying i I'll start over Hopefully. that was so good that we're was making, so good <laughs> uh, we're making 40 dollars yep 
if you sell for three nine ninety five, <laughs> you know, you can actually help not just protect the environment, but actually restore it. And it's in a lot of communities where the people actually buy your products. And they're like, oh my God, but if we give a five cents, it's going to get cost us this much in profit and that's going to impact the share price. And it's like, if you actually did this, people would feel the impact of what you're doing and probably buy more and buy more of your other products as well. Right. You think about the goodwill and like, hey, you know what? These guys say they're helping my community. I can see it. They're actually helping my community. But they could not let go of that five cents. They just couldn't do it. Wow. Yeah. That, that's what we're talking about. It's funny because when we started this show, we're like, you know what? This is kind of a no brainer. You know, yeah. be good and do good. We'll move on to another podcast because it's too simple. Yeah, this is too simple. <laughs> but I can't tell you how many folks come on the show or listen to the show and say, thank you so much for this is needed. This is this is something that we need to focus on and look at. And so it keeps renewing mine and Ryan's commitment to, to this whole concept and, and bringing new people in that get it, that, that understand it. You know what? It's not rocket science and it doesn't take everything. Just do it a little bit and it can change the world. Ah, oh, I love it. Cool, Neil. All right, let's... Oh, Ryan, I'm hogging the mic because I'm excited about our our, our topic. So y- yeah. you ask the next question. Well, in the very beginning of what you stated was how technology, I mean, not to, um, doing good and doing those things that are right were, like, it, it's easier, right? It's a lot harder to do negative. Is that, like, is that right? What you said? Where are you going? It's easier to do evil or harder to do evil? <laughs> Man, I can't remember. At the very beginning when you started, it, was, it just hit on something. But anyways, I'll have to listen to it. Email <laughs> you. <back. laughs> so the topic of the show is AI will make us more human. With So I just, yeah, let's go into that. Yeah, that's crazy. What are you talking about? Everybody talks about AI is not human. You're listening to the phone. It's like, oh my gosh, I got this robot thing i hate this i hate this and and you're saying it's gonna make us more human okay yeah we're turning the mic over to you because we want to know what the heck you're talking about because this is this is powerful at least i think it's powerful well let me start with a real world example and project so the biggest illness in the world is actually loneliness before the pandemic 40 percent of people suffered from it and now it's probably double <laughs> all right so there was there's this research group saying like could we use AI to help lonely people and so they started a research project in Nairobi Kenya and it's called loving AI it's not what people are immediately thinking nothing like that (laughs) (laughs) yeah gosh does that mean we have dirty minds if we knew what we were saying (laughs) just before people gravitate but loving AI the goal was could we give these people an outlet not a substitute but an outlet that they're feeling lonely maybe they're introverted they don't know how to start connecting could we kind of give them that feeling of belonging help them connect so they could actually build human relationships and so what they decided was we're going to create an ai and we're going to teach it unconditional love so now you can only teach a, a machine something you can explain right so what does unconditional love mean start racking their brains and well okay how's unconditional love different than love, like regular love. But are there different forms of love? Like the love between two spouses, love between a parent and a child, love between siblings, love between friends. 
And so it went from we're going to you know build this little tool to help lonely people to this really in-depth, you know, kind of what does it mean to be human, right? What is what's human nature? What drives us? And became this you know philosophical is not the kind of right word here, but what is the what does it mean to be human and human in, in the universe? And what does it mean to be us? And it's not the only place that we've seen this. We're seeing now that as we get some of these, you know, admin little tasks offloaded, we're free to think more, be more creative, do more higher value at work, more complicated work, that we're just trying to explore things about ourselves. And so we're seeing now people are going like, hey, what is it that I want to do with my life? Do I just want to sit here and, you know, perform this work and make get paychecks and retire? Or do I want to do something more meaningful? You know, people now they're saying like, hey, you know, I could tap into AI to be kind of my life coach, be my communication coach, be kind of my, you know, Sherpa for physical fitness. Accountability. And so like, yeah. And so what it's doing is it's unlocking these opportunities for us to explore ourselves and be actually be more human. Whoa. Whoa. I get it. Dude. What do you think about that, Ryan? I just had these little I think lights. My going off. still rolling around, so. Real, I just think <laughs> lights lights are going off because it, it is interesting. Like like a coach or the, most of the coaches, especially life coaches or even business coaches, they have a system. You know what I mean? They have a system that they follow. Now, why does it have to be a human being that could give them that system? I, I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm just throwing it out there. And, and for me, accountability is everything. And, and if I just have something that's going to remind me, hey, Bobby, did you do this today? That doesn't have to be, that very easily could be AI, right? Because you plop in the system in the AI and then let it run. And the beautiful thing is then you're not paying for a human. And, and that means it's cheaper for you. That, but the human could still make tons of money by connecting with millions of people. That's right. I, I, it, ooh, this is, this is, I'm, I'm getting it. I'm getting it. Bobby, you want to hear the more mind-blowing part to this? I would love the more mind-blowing. I might, I might <laughs> not be able to handle it, but <laughs> let's do it. Yeah, my marble's getting there, so hold slowly, slowly. <laughs> well, we found that when they're talking with an AI or like, you know, a machine, they're actually more honest. Right. And so Ooh. when it comes to trying to help themselves, it's matter if it's your doctor 20 years or your calendar 20 years or whatever, they tell they tend to be more honest about what they're actually doing, good and bad. I mean, just think about it. Like if you're really feeling like I really want to get back in shape, I want to be more healthy, the doctors will say, Let's start with a health assessment then, right? They'll ask some questions and eventually ask, like, well, how many drinks do you have per week? Oh, I have a glass of wine, just socially, that kind of stuff. But we've actually seen it when they're talking to like a an, an AI, you know, you know, doctor's assistant to do the health check. They'll be like, "Well, I have two whiskeys at lunch. I spill a bottle of wine with my wife at at night." And it's like they're being way more honest about what's actually going on because they feel like they're not getting judged. Wow. Yeah. Ooh, that makes total sense. Right. Yeah, I get, I get that. I'm not. I'm not going to be judged by the, the the real deal, and the computer's not going to judge me. It don't care. 
He just loves That's me right. unconditionally, right? That's right. <laughs> I love that. How? How? Uh, I, I want to. That that unconditional thing is very interesting to me. So, what did they end up doing? How did they? How did they figure that? That out? How to? How to tell AI to be unconditionally loving? They're still trying to figure out the unconditional love, but they've been able to teach the machine that there's different forms of love. Really? So. Yeah, so there's different ways to express care and compassion, a sense of safety, a sense of belonging. It's reminding me of Big Hero 6 right now. (laughs) Big Hero 6. Yes. That stuff, sometimes uh, cartoons and and video games find a way in being reality. That is so cool. Have you seen Big Hero 6? Yeah, absolutely. The yeah, big yeah the big guy. He's, a, he's like, a, he's like a, a marshmallow looking thing, and then he puts his armor on, and he's this bad ape. Yeah. And he, he blows goes, up. But he gives people hugs. Yes. Oh, my gosh. It's so good. Right? Uh, yeah. You, you know, I love this because, especially right now, we just hear so much negative stuff. And, and e- even technology and... and, and it just gives me hope in the human race that we are also looking for how much good we can do with this stuff. So, so, so thank you, Neil, for, for being a, a, a voice in that noise of, hey, this can be a good thing, guys. So is there any, anything you could tell us more about, about how they're going to make us human? Anything that, that you want to say more before we ask our next question? I'm just curious because it feels like there's something else out there. I'm putting you on the spot, I guess, Neil. The, you know, the soft skills, the communication, the compassion are actually powerful tools that we actually have some of that now, right? I, I don't know about you guys, but I think about my better half, the person I love most in the world. We, we still have, you know, miscommunication and we get into arguments as a result. And we've already got, you know, AI little tools that can help us understand the emotional intent of the other person and help us be more empathetic and help us actually speak the language, right? I know what I, I, I value and care about. And sometimes I talk through, through that lens rather than what she's most concerned about or cares about. And she says like, hey, shouldn't we know that? Well, we keep making the same, the same mistakes and we all do. But imagine that you kind of could hit the pause button. Yeah, can kind of hit the pause button for you to say, whoa, well, you know, before you say anything or do anything, so she's really interested in, in these things. And if you want to talk to her, you have to focus on these things and talk using these words to meet her needs and understand what she wants. Wow, that's 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 like a, a third party. I, you know, me and my wife, we've been married 24 years, and we say all the time, people should go to counseling. It, you don't have to be on the verge of divorce to go to counseling because usually it's too late by then. But... Uh, having a third-party person to sit down and look at you unjudgmentally and, and, and listen to each other and then you not pointing the finger at the other person why you suck and, well, if you could only only be you know this, this, and this, no, well, how do you feel? They, they need to know how you feel. An AI could so easily do that. And, and not to put, you know, I'm not saying that, that those people out there that do that stuff aren't amazing human beings, but just... Just ha- I just see something so simple could like drop the divorce rate. I, I just I could be wrong. I mean, hey, I'm not you know a psychiatrist or anything, but anyway, I love it. I get passionate. Sorry, man. I, I'm like, dude, this is cool stuff to me. I want everyone to be passionate about good. <laughs> I love 
awesome. Uh, okay. Um, I want to know. I'm, I'm curious about Zero Abuse Project. Oh, yes. Could you tell us about that? I, I would love to. So the Zero Abuse Project is dedicated to, one, helping the survivors of childhood sexual abuse, and two, trying to help the at-risk kids out there from being abused. And I hate to say it, you know, it's a very horrifying space. I won't, I won't spare you the stories, but it's just mind-blowing. It's earth-shattering that someone could do this to another person, let alone a child. And, you know, I, start, I got engaged with them about four years ago. And we, we were talking after an event where I gave a keynote. They were asking, like, are there things we can do? And they are talking about chatbots and things to help survivors because it's difficult for them to talk to people sometimes. And we said, sure. And as we kind of explored it more, we realized that there's actually enough data and other things out there that we could actually predict what children might be at risk for child sexual abuse and look at the environment and say, is there a potential predator that might be preying on them right now? And so the AI has actually developed a little scoring system to figure this out and alert the parents and the authorities and say, hey, you know what? Someone needs to watch out for this kid in the hopes that it will actually prevent the abuse from happening in the first place. That's cool. Yeah, my wife ran... Minority Report. Right, my wife... (laughs) Minority, wow, yeah, that's deep. Yeah, my wife ran... That works. Without using Psyche Kids. Sorry, man. I, man. I, just had to, I just had to throw that last piece in there. I wanted it to be positive somehow. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead, Ryan. I'll shut up, man. I don't think... <laughs> that would be cool if you had some telepathics. Yeah. Running the show. Yeah. No, my wife ran into a story last week. It really shook her up. So this is really refreshing to hear because uh, we just, you know, we just had a child. <laughs> He's five years old. And... Uh, we now it's just you know, top of mind for sure, and it's for my mom, my mom, my wife is just freaking out right now. So I'm thinking about oh, the future, you know, how to protect yeah. this child with technology. And 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 there's people like Neil and folks like that 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 are using technology for good, that are finding ways to solve the problem instead of manipulating. Yep. I love it. Love it. Love it. Cool. Hey, could you could you leave us with a with a gold nugget or a call to action for our listeners out there? Something that that they can take action on. Absolutely. I am a very big believer in solutions. And I would tell everyone, find your micro solution. Look, there's one small thing we're all willing to do that will help do good, promote social enterprise, social entrepreneurship. And I know you say like, well, okay, I adopt a house plant or I shave one minute off my shower time. I know it doesn't seem like much, but it's a first step. But you have to think of when it gets aggregated together with other people's micro solutions, it really does add up to significant impact, right? Like I carry a water bottle with me and, you know, I fill it up and you get that little count that says, hey, you know what, you just saved like, one or two plastic bottles a day. It doesn't sound like much, but you have a little counter to show you what everybody else in your community is also doing. And suddenly you see like, wow, together we're saving like a million plastic bottles a month. And so I'd encourage everyone, find your micro solution. Find that one thing you're willing to do, do it. Share your story. 
the thing you'll find though is once you do that, it's an easier, it's easier stuff to take a second one. It becomes easier then to create a culture of good, even in companies. I love it. Man, we need to have you back. Yeah, absolutely. This is super. I get to talk about this stuff all day. This is so cool. And I'm sure you have so many connections and lines on all of the technologies going on. I mean, you've been in the industry for how many years? Over 20. I'm Over an old 20. man. Old man. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah, we're all pretty old men here. You know, Ryan, Ryan says he's a new dad, but how long have you guys been married? We've been married 16 years. 16 years. Wow. Their first teen. First, first teen. First teen will be your first teen, but first child. Yeah. And so... It was a, a little miracle. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. So that's super cool. Uh, Neil, thank you so much. Can you tell us how to how do folks get a hold of you and connect with you and all that good stuff? Sure. You can come to my website, which is just my name, neilsahoda.com. You can also find me on LinkedIn. I'm very much active posting there, sharing stories about AI for good. And well, actually things like tech for good. Or you can follow me on Twitter. Awesome. There you go. Awesome, Ryan. Awesome. Any last words, Ryan? Well, thank you for what you're doing. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, hey, up. I appreciate it, guys. Thanks for giving me the opportunity to share and hopefully inspire other people to do good as well. Oh, that's what it's all about, yeah. my friend. Yes. It's yeah, last night I was yelling and woke my kid up. I was so mad about all this stuff right now. <laughs> it's, it's a little harder to, you know, me and you talk about it all the time. We're po- I'm a positive person. In the last five months, it's been a little harder to be a positive person, but we're we're working on it, right, Ryan? We need a little AI to go, hey, be positive. It's, life is still okay. Life is still good. <laughs> All right, you want to take us out, Ryan? Yeah. So we always end the show with be good, do good, hashtag it. We do it three times. We get louder and crazy on the third time. You ready? Yep. Hashtag be, be good, do good. good. Hashtag be good, do good. Hashtag be good, do good. Yeah. And that's a wrap. Thank you for listening to the Biz for Good Show podcast. We want to thank all our fans and guests on the show. Be sure to check us out on all our social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. For your hosts, Bobby Glenn James and Ryan Pilkington. This is Tim Jackson saying get out and do some good. Now go.